Come on. There are real Nazis in the world now. Cut Mel Gibson a break, right? In the age of Trump, the bar for deplorable has moved slightly, evidenced by Mel Gibson's tentative rehabilitation in the eyes of Hollywood at the 2017 Oscars. Warm, fuzzy memories of Martin Riggs beating the shit out of Gary Busey are far more comforting than our 45th president eating stuffed crust pizza with his then-wife telling her she's only entitled to have. I forget that vicious recording of Mel Gibson's racist, sexist, anti-Semitic thoughts. Those tapes I listened to over and over again. Those rants, at first disgusting and then hilarious. Or was it the other way around? Either way, I, I don't care anymore. The things he said about my brothers and sisters of the Torah were despicable, but they posed no danger to me. <laughs> I was never worried Mad Max would come crashing through the walls of B'nai Tikva and his V-8 interceptor to cart the congregation off to Thunderdome. I will never understand the physical peril and psychological abuse Mel Gibson's pregnant girlfriend endured living with that crazy, goddamned maniac. But hey, he's still a member of the Academy. Somewhere in Switzerland, Roman Polanski watches the Oscars from an Academy in exile, clutching his statues and cursing he is not in that room. While high above the streets of Manhattan, Woody Allen plays the clarinet. We'll never know if he committed the same crime as Brother Roman, but we do know he wrote a movie about it. An Oscar-nominated manifesto for the crime he would someday allegedly commit, named for his beloved city. He cast his ballots weeks ago. Two thousand miles away, Casey Affleck squirms in his tuxedo and hopes to God he does not win. But Denzel is unfazed. After all, his Malcolm X performance lost to Al Pacino screaming tits and pussy while catching the scent of a woman. Whatever that is. Plus, the Oscar gods have a better surprise for us. Absolution from Oscars so white with the beautiful upset of moonlight over La La Land. But even this tainted gift is fumbled. It's Faye's fault. It's Emma's. Poor Warren. They gave him the wrong card. Marlon Brando and Orson Welles laugh in hell as they toast firewater to the ghosts of Wounded Knee. The spell cast by their Academy of the Underworld has done its work. And later that night, Mel Gibson thanks God, earnestly and honestly, because the Almighty always seems to come through for Mel and his mullet. So he didn't win a statue this time. Who cares? He's got two at home. And you know what? So does Denzel. Casey has a pair now, too, just like his big brother. They all weigh the same, but somehow seem unequal. Meryl Streep has three, and they're lighter still. There's a speech somewhere in her mind that night, one of the greatest ever with the power to topple a tin-pot tyrant masquerading as our commander-in-chief, but we'll never hear it. Her old friend Hillary has one of those speeches somewhere in her mind, too. It's just an awards show, 
the host graciously reminds us. Yeah, we know. But everyone is listening. And that is the best time to say something that means something. Man, I, I wish I had something bigger and more meaningful to say, Casey admits. Yeah, we do too. For the internet, I'm Lee Sanger-Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet.